got the Taliban endorsement today. That's going to be very big for him. <laughs> I, uh, um, you know, I've been actually, it's sometimes it's nice when you don't watch any news or anything. And I kind of ignored television today. So <laughs> my, Look you. my nephew, uh, had a, uh, I guess a, an, a recital, um, an online recital, and um, he played um, Beatles song, Obadi, that one. Obadi, Obada, Life Goes On. Yep, and uh, and Jump. So, um, Van Halen. Yeah, mm-hmm. Van Halen. What what, uh, what instrument does he play? Uh, piano. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, and, you know, uh, he did uh, he did pretty good. For, um, I, I don't really know recitals, per se, so especially at that young age, but he kind of stole the show. I'm going to take that. <laughs> so. Did he light, uh, like, Jerry Lee Lewis, did he light the piano on fire or anything like that? Um, one day he will. I think... Uh, I don't, again, I don't know some of the other uh, performers, students, how long they've been, um, you know, how long they've been receiving lessons. But my nephew's been with this instructor, I think, seven months. Um, he doesn't even look at the the music sheet. So, <laughs> so it's, it's uh, I, I think he's, he's certainly found his passion. Like, you know, when we started the, the Joshi pod and um, I think when I was doing radio and um, learning how to DJ and stuff, you know, you just just excited to like get back to it, you know, after the all the things you have to do in the day. Mm-hmm. He just, you know, every time he just like passes the piano, he'll hop on and practice and he just kind of enjoys it. So it's not like uh, something he he's been forced to do. He just... Uh, he should uh, write our. He should write the uh, the entrance music for our next podcast, Joe. Whatever that is. Yeah, right. I think that would uh, that'd be kind of cool. So, um, yeah, I think, uh, I, I, and I and he's he's ambidextrous, so I guess it really helps uh, with uh, piano skills. I, I assume so. It has uh, to, right? Because I mean, me trying to use my because I've tried to learn piano before too, and I can play a little bit, but. I always struggle with my left hand because my left hand doesn't want to work like my right hand works, right? So mm-hmm. it's uh, definitely uh, an advantage if you're ambidextrous. Can he write? He can write uh, left-handed yeah. as well. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, and uh, that's the that's the crazy thing is the you know growing up, um, we we're just trying to figure out if he was left-handed or right-handed. He he just said he does it with both. It depends on what he's feeling like. <laughs> so, I was like, lucky kid. So he couldn't use that for something important like baseball. He's going to like make art with it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he, he There's something about um, yeah. My my nephews aren't traditional sports guys. They're you know water polo and snowboarding and stuff <laughs> and surfing. <laughs> so I blame the uh, parents. Yeah, you know that's that's the parental okay. thing. <laughs> and, um, I, they tried. You know, they tried to yeah. get him interested in in baseball and um you know that's my hope uh and i you know it's just something that just 
you, you played it a couple of times, like, yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, okay. You know, someday you're going to grow up and you're going to need to learn how to play softball. So, because I think everyone in their lives have to play softball at some point. Just, just I mean, knowing how to catch and throw a ball, that's important, I think. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And so, Because when you're like just hanging out with the dudes and they mm-hmm. ask you to like throw them something across the room. Yeah. And if you can't throw it like a normal dude, you're going to get teased. I mean, it's not it's not nice to tease people, but that's just what how young dudes are, right? Yeah. yeah. It's oh, no, easy if you don't look like you can throw. Yeah. I mean, he, he knows how to throw, so he's okay because water polo, I guess. Um, yeah. Some... Is he going to move the ball over his head like weird before he throws it, like the water polo people do? <laughs> I guess the hats aren't big enough yet for that. Yeah. I, I, I assume that he will at some point. Just to, just to, he's a he's a curious cat, so I have uh, no uh, no problems with him growing up. Seems like he's on a good path. That's good. So. Uh, I know very well about being a proud uncle and what it's like. So that's awesome for you to, to experience that as well. And so, yeah, if, if anything, anything happened in the news today, I guess to the Taliban, (laughs) I'm like, okay, Mm -hmm. just, uh, Trump uh, turned down their endorsement, of course, but so America, if you're listening, all (laughs) two of you that listen to this podcast, America vote for the, candidate that the Taliban doesn't endorse. <laughs> yeah. That should be pretty obvious. That's that's it, right? That's all we need to, to, to do, right? Just vote for the people that the Taliban don't like. I'm just going to vote for the the least a-hole of the <laughs> Uh, anything that will get me to some sort of normalcy that I don't have to, you know, hear about some crazy stunt that occurred the day or the day before the day of, I just want to get back to like a normal, Hey, you know, conversation of, you know, are we going to go catch the game? Are we going to go talk about music? (laughs) You know. So did you hear what he wanted to do when he left to Walter Reed? Uh, no, I, I don't know what he uh, wanted to do. Like a Willy, I mean, you know, like the start of Willy Wonka in the chocolate factory where he walks out all feeble looking and yeah. then kind of does a roll and come pops up like he's okay. okay. Trump wanted to he's kind of do serious? something similar to that. Yeah. And like have a Superman t-shirt on or something stupid like that. I, you know what? I wish he did. I really wish he did do that. Just. God. Uh. That that's just well in November we're gonna say good day. <laughs> good night. I said good day. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I probably just blew the speakers out and the microphone out, but yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so the uh, this is a baseball podcast, right? <laughs> it is. It is. I, I was actually gonna segue into that a little bit <laughs> because you know there's there's always these one liners. Uh, there was a meme going around ironically about you know before memes it was Chappelle show uh <laughs> quotes um to get across and i was thinking you know like you and me if we say something like um you know ball eight you know immediately where that's from 
just a bit outside or um, <clears throat> um, <laughs> I was thinking when I got my curb breaking <laughs> two and a half feet. Yep. So, uh, you know, it was great to hear Vescursion the other night. And, you know, it was, it was just like, wow. Oh, and in fact, did you catch any of Orsillo's game that he called? Uh-uh. Uh, he, he sounded, he sounds completely different when he's national broadcast. He's, he's a lot more professional. I think his voice is a little bit deeper, too. So it's, it's just kind of a strange, like, that's Don Orsillo? Yes, it is. So he, he definitely has that uh, more like, of the... It's like us, Joe. It's like our radio, our podcast voices where we speak like this. But in real life, I talk like this. Yeah. I <laughs> getting up to that age too. Kind of <laughs> sit, sit on your nuts, and just <laughs> but he was he was, and then um, what's Smoltz was is the was his was the color analyst, and uh, Maddie was feeding him some like, great one-liners, you know, from Major League and stuff, and he didn't even bite at all. And I'm like, come on, Smoltz, <laughs> he's like. He's trying to make it more entertaining. Uh, he was just like, ah, you know, as much as you hate Mark Grant, at least Mark Grant would have played along. With that. Well, no, I hate Mark Grant. It's just uh, he's just uh, a broken record. It's the same stuff over and over and over and over again. Learn a new trick. Learn a new trick. Spend the offseason oh. learning a new trick. <laughs> Chris Paddock learned a new pitch. Mark Grant learned some new lines. There you go. I mean, that's uh, they got what, 100, uh, 100 days or something. Um, to get ready for spring training, that's crazy. But spring training is already a discussion. Yeah, it's weird how like how are sports going to catch up? Like um, baseball, you know, it's got the off season. We're okay, but like, how's hockey going to catch up? How's basketball going to catch up? Their yeah. season's just ended. I know. I, they're supposed, they're like, supposed to start right now, right? You know, this is October. They should be in preseason mode. <laughs> so. I don't know how many weeks they get. Well, I guess um, it's going to be two seasons of asterisks. Yeah, but at what point, how do you decide at what point to get back to normal? Yeah, that we're we're normal now, you know, that we got to start on time and, you know, do our thing. I don't know. I'm, you know, according to Fauci, his, his predictions, like toward the end of 2021 till we see some sort of normalcy again. So I think we're gonna probably go through another round. I, I, I'm, you know, I'm hopeful that um, with some, you know, traditional, knowledgeable few people who are trying to make things right, that uh, there will be some room for improvement as as things kind of get back on the rails. I, I hope that's uh, what we can hope for because I think. You know, it's it's obvious that this whole COVID situation has been mishandled. I mean, if if other countries are able to get a handle on it, um, uh, and we're not, I mean, it's it's clearly obvious we it's been a mess. You know, two hundred over two hundred ten thousand souls lost this. It's uh. it's not going to go, but he's not going to go quiet. So I think it's going to be an S show for a while. I think even after, yeah, the election is over. Even if he, you know, either way, he wins or he loses. It's going to be just a, yeah, a, a cluster F. Yes, uh, yeah. Uh, unless uh, you know they take him off the steroids and see what happens. 
you know, you can catch it again. So wouldn't be surprised if we got it a second time. We can only hope. Oh, well, did I say that aloud? <laughs> um, that's okay. I think that's okay. I mean, you know, everyone just wants things to get back to normal. And, you know, this is, uh, I mean, if, if you're really actually looking at the facts, um, there's a whole, there wasn't any preparation to this. They eliminated all of the. Oh, sure uh, there was. Barack Obama had, had us prepared for it. Yeah, there was there's safeguards. You know, they had a team that was there. They had people on the ground in China uh, to monitor and stuff. And, um, you know, I think and the major spread early on came out of uh, Europe through New York. You know, we're not talking about all coming from the West Coast. No, it was the big one was from Europe. So, I mean, um, so it's just. It's just, it's disappointing, but you know, the, the silver lining in all this is we just have to, I think we've hopefully hit the floor in terms of, um, how bad it can get. And I, I think the conversation that needs to happen with people, um, who are a little divisive and, um, I think it's come, it's come to light and, you know, we have to, acknowledge all the crap that we've done in the past and in the present. And so we can have a real conversation about moving forward. That's what I hope. That's what I hope too. I think, (laughs) but I think what Trump wants is a civil war. Yeah. Well, you know what? I think it's more like what Russia wants is a civil war. (laughs) So just, it it just seems, you know, if we're going to go into, um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, um, I, why can't I think of the theories? So conspiracy theories. There you go. Um, yeah, See, you know, Trump, my... Trump to me, Trump to me seems like one of those guys. If I can't have you, nobody can have you. So if he can't have the presidency, then nobody can have the presidency, yeah. and he's going to cause problems. Yeah, he's going to he's going to torch everything on his way out, and that's just his personality. You know, there isn't, uh, or that's his character. And... Excellent child. And that's, uh, uh, but again, this is, I, I don't necessarily blame him entirely. I think, you know, the, the other part of the blame goes to about 30 million eligible voters that didn't vote in 2016. Um, and it's kind of a wake up call for America. It's like, you have to be an informed citizen, uh, or an active participant in this uh, process in order to get, you know, the best, hopefully the best candidate um, or the least crazy candidate out uh, in office. And I I think for the next few generations, um, it's, this is like a a serious wake up call. (laughs) You know, I I see a lot of, there's a lot of uh, 16, 17, 18 year olds who, (laughs) you know, who lived through all this, and they have no doubt, um, you know, realize how important it is to be a part of this process. And, um, you know, hopefully that 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 continues as we age out, <laughs> you and me, um, along with the Padres World Series win, then um, we'll uh, um, hopefully our our, our uh, senior years are a little bit more. Um, pleasant 
because <laughs> you know, I, I, I just, you just look at all of the, the people that have passed in 2020, uh, you know, from whatever um, issues, accidents and stuff. And this is a, obviously a, a crap year um, for many people. I'm like, Whitey Ford. I'm like, geez, you know, I'm like, him too. You know, Whitey Ford, Tom Seaver, um, uh, the Cardinals pitcher. Why can I get uh, Ferguson I Jenkins? Um, Ferguson Jenkins too was this year. Is uh, that this year? Or... I, uh, um, I, I don't know. I feel like there, there's like a starting five of you know Hall of Fame pitchers that passed in 2020, and you know, forgive me for not remembering all of them, but I was, I was just like, no, he's alive. No, who's the, it's the other guy? It's um, oh, Tom Seaver passed away this year too, right? Yeah, Tom Seaver, Weddy Ford, and uh, the guy in the Cardinals. The you know everyone from the car, <laughs> and he died on the, the day that the Cardinals lost the lost the series to the Padres. Uh, <clears throat> you know, and Tim McCarver's catcher <laughs> was a catcher. <laughs> uh, Bob Gibson. Bob Gibson. What is that's terrible? Yeah. We couldn't remember that, right? Especially since it was recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm like, um, I don't know. This is uh, it's it's October 10, and it's it's crazy that you know there's probably going to be a few more um, before the end of the year, and just like, um, yeah, this is uh, this is getting rough. A little bit. You know rough. who else is rough, Joe? <laughs> who Eric? Who is Deep rough? Fryers? I'm Eric Howard. And I'm Joe Camaro. <laughs> we did not end the season with a W. We did not. Uh, Don Larson. Oh, <laughs> sorry. The this, I, I, it's hard to be disappointed about the series. It kind of went how I I said it was going to go. Yeah, but they were pretty much smash us because we didn't have all of our bullets in the in the gun, you know. Yeah. So it, it's hard. I mean, it's it's it stinks, but it's not disappointing. I'm not upset. I'm not sad. It just you know it just was what it was. I mean, even if we had all of our everybody available, it would have been a dogfight, right? But we didn't, so it wasn't. Yeah, and we we you know um, we kept up with them in a couple of those areas with in a few with a few innings. Um, again, it could have been a different story if we had our two number one pitchers. Yeah, available. Um, but I'm I'm really proud of this team. They they fought, and it just goes to show you. I mean, this is a Dodger team that has been, in, you know, in the playoffs for the last at least eight years. So they are, you know, they're experienced. They they know what to do um, in the postseason. Except when the World Series, um, so you know our guys. Some of them are are really young, and some of them. Um, I, I just keep thinking that Patino and Morahan and Ryan Weathers, you know, Camposano got in there. I was like, wow, Ryan Weathers, Ryan Weathers really impressed me. <laughs> I, I I love it. He's a deep fryer. He's definitely a future deep fryer. <laughs> Just how he was composed and just, you know, this, this situation wasn't too big for him. You know, it was kind of cool. I, uh, I, I'm, I'm excited. Now, 
you know, that's going to be the question for us uh, at the beginning of spring training. It's like, do, or, you know, during the off season, you know, what kind of play do we make for Trevor Bauer um, versus, you know, which, which, which of these pitchers do we, you know, get who gets the first shot at uh, making the rotation? I mean, right now, if, you know, they're both healthy, it's, um, you know, Lament and Clevenger. I think Davies still, you know, gets a spot. Mm-hmm. Because Paddock has to work things out. And then there's the fifth starter. Uh, I'm guessing Garrett Richards, either we re-sign him into the bullpen or, you know, he, he just leaves by free agency. But, you know, we, we have Morahan, Patino, <laughs> um, Ryan Weathers, you know, Mackenzie Gore. Uh, what else am I missing? I feel like I'm, you know, Baez is kind of out there. It's like, um, and we all have one spot for them in the, in the rotation, and they're all going to be, you know, just, well, hopefully get the minor leagues back. Um, and then, you know, they'll, have, they'll get some time to grow. There. I think Morahone's probably the leader in the clubhouse right now as far as who's going to be the fifth starter next year. But now I don't I don't know if Paddock's going to be on this team next year. That's true. You know, I think he's, he's kind of wore out his welcome a little bit. You know, he, he kind of uh, showed his true colors a little bit this year, which, you know, it's <laughs> you're not good enough to act the way you're acting. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. You know, I think, uh, um, yeah, he earned it leading up into the season, mm-hmm. but you gotta, um, obviously he didn't meet his goals that he laid out for himself, uh, for sure. So we'll see what, um, what he does in, in the off season, but Mejia, him, Joey Lucchese. <laughs> I think we can package a lot of those guys and, and just get them out of here. Yeah, they're young, controllable talent. Um, you know, maybe they do need a change of scenery to, to improve. But Chris Paddock's a reliever right now. I don't even know who's that. I think he's no. If he can air out his fastball, just go out there and throw his fastball as hard as he can throw it. You know. Um, I think he's a. I think he's a, a middle reliever right now. Yeah. <clears throat> um, we will. Uh, uh, we will definitely. See how it goes in the spring, you know, during the off season. And it's gonna be a weird off season too. Just you know, who knows what the season is gonna look like next year as, as well. I think the the it's gonna be one even more than normal, where the rich teams will spend more than the other teams are gonna spend because a lot of teams lost money this year. Yeah. and I think that the Padres are probably aren't gonna spend very much this off season. Just because you know they lost money, yeah. But the Dodgers, the Yankees, those kind of teams—they don't care. You know, they're they're going to keep spending money, and I think it's going to be even more noticeable this off season than previous off seasons where they got outbid for some guys. Yeah. Well, unless there's—I I didn't catch the free agent list for this year. Unless there's a, a glut of free agents that. Um, if there's no market for them, then maybe you know we'll be able to um, play in there. Um, there's not, there's not any like major free agents this off season. Okay, 
I mean, like DJ Mayhew, but he's not. Like, I don't. I don't consider him like a. Uh, Someone after. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. but just even a guy that's you know like a crazy, um, big money ten year you know contract guy, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, you know, um, Bauer put a tweet out there, and I'm like, obviously he's marketing himself, and he's put, wanna... he's put tweets out there to a lot of people. Yeah. So still, okay. I mean, if we can get him, great. If uh, if not, I'm not gonna, you know, lose it completely. Lose it. It would be nice to have him, <laughs> but uh, I. I wouldn't want to block. I wouldn't want to sign him for three or four years and block two of my young pitchers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I want to see you know uh, Gore and Patino and Morahan and Weathers. Yeah, shot. yeah. I want to. I want us to continue our process that we started. You know, I want to see that, and, and I want to continue it. I, I've believed in the process. I followed the. You know, we we've been patient. You know to. Let's let's keep going with it. Don't get off our plan right now because we you know, we got into the playoffs in a weird year. Let's let's keep the process going. And you know, if if there's a if there's a blueprint, all I can say is look at that Braves rotation before they before they got Maddox. You know, <laughs> so, you know, it was just it was Avery, Smoltz, Glavin, and then they went and got. Uh, Charlie Maddox. D. Brandt. <laughs> so, you know, let's... Kent, Kent Merker. <laughs> hey, you know, he was an effective five starter. Uh, oh, I'm not but... making fun of him. Yeah, I mean... I'm... <laughs> yeah. It just... Uh, it, it, it'll be... I mean, if we can, you know... If one of those... One or two of those guys turns out to be franchise-worthy, controllable, then, yeah, it's it's better for us because it you know, it allows us to put the money elsewhere. Um, but, you know, I, I'm so excited still about the, the talent that we were able to retain um, because, I, I mean, I don't think they're going to, you know, we can actually go see Arizona Fall League games. <laughs> but uh, It'll be interesting league, to see if they have more on TV, though. Yeah, that would be good um, to kind of check it out. But you know, there's a lot of our younger guys, uh, the guys that we drafted this year, um, who are going to go to, uh, I guess it's fall season instructional league. I think um, I wrote it. Uh, I wrote it down here because, uh, yeah, I was I was looking at our top thirty on Baseball America um, list, and I, I think we kept. Let's see how many guys. We kept it's it's pretty amazing um how how many of the guys have uh all right so you know i'll just kind of quickly go through this but uh you know mackenzie gore patino one two uh patino was on the roster cj abrams you know he's obviously um was at low a even well ryan weathers was at low a too um so yeah, uh, but we didn't we didn't need CJ Ab, uh, Adam, Abrams yet, so I think that's uh, good. Um, Taylor Trammell was four, you know, he's part of a trade to get a controllable catcher and two relievers. Actually, was it two or three relievers? Oh, that was a second trade. Yeah. Uh, let's see. But 
you know, um, Alta Villa looked pretty good when he was consistent <laughs> along yeah. with uh, Austin Adams. Um, five was Camposano, who was on the roster. Marjone was six on the roster. Munoz, uh, seven, he had his, uh, you know, Tommy John surgery, so he's traded away. Uh, Baez at eight, you know, he was on the, the pool. and was in the pool. Gabriel Arias, who we traded to Cleveland, I mean, we have depth at shortstop. That's the thing. That's why he was. That's why we were able to trade him. But he may turn out to be a real. He might. Be, he might be an all star once the, he makes it. Um, but you know, that's we have depth. Uh, Ten was Ryan Weathers, <laughs> and he was on the roster. Uh, 11, 12, 13, That was Kent uh, Cantillo and Owen Miller and Bolaños. They're all traded to Cleveland and Kansas City. Uh, Reggie Lawson, uh, 14, he had Tommy John surgery. Cronenworth, 15, he was part of the roster, if, if, you know, important piece. Um, you know, Potts and Oliveris, uh, we, we saw Oliveris at the beginning of the season, traded to Kansas City, you know, and just like, um, you got Tim, Tim Hill for him, that's, uh, that's not so bad. Uh, <clears throat> and, um, you know, other guys on the list, Javi Guerra, he was, I think he's going to be um, rule five where they're going to figure out something for him because I think he has six years already. And, and then uh, Jorge Oña, <laughs> you know, <laughs> these guys, this is, you know, look at all of the guys that were on our, our, our 30 um, top 30 prospects. And um, that's, uh, you know, that's, that's just a credit to how deep the farm system is. And then, um, the guys that are coming up, uh, you know, Hudson Head, um, the outfield lefty hitter, and then Reggie Prashado, uh, I think that's how you pronounce his name. He's 17. <laughs> you know, he's shortstop. He was 21 on our on our prospect list, and you know, they're basically he's he, he could be another Tatis. That kind of, I mean, I'm getting really ahead of myself <laughs> there. So. Um, and, uh, uh, another one was Ismail Mania. Um, hasn't even pitched an inning yet. 17 outfielder, left, uh, lefty outfielder. Um, you know, this, these guys are all, these guys are going to fill up the, the top 30 for years to come. And then, you know, the guys that we drafted this year, Robert Hassel, the third and Justin Lang, you know, those guys are going to get some. Um, follow instructional lead time. So, I mean, this our our farm system is loaded for all the guys that we moved around uh, or the color moved around and um, that were used for trading and that actually contributed. Um, that, that's just oh, Patino is twenty, <laughs> Tatis is twenty one. No, Camposano is twenty two. He's older than Tatis. You know, Morahan twenty one. <laughs> Ryan Weathers is 20, you know, old man Cronenworth is 26. <laughs> the college ball player. You know, um, so there's uh, the, you know, what Tatis and the was putting out there. It's like, this is just the beginning for us. Mm-hmm. And so, Joe, what are your priorities for the offseason? Uh, resign Tatis or sign Tatis long term. You know, lock him up, make him happy. 
and um, you know, start looking at some of our other guys that we can uh, um, uh, sign uh, long term, buy out their arbitration years that are the ones that are worthy. Um, we got to we got to figure out our bullpen situation. Do we uh, resign Rosenthal? Um, do we go with? Uh, you well, know, answer it, your own questions. Tell me what do you, what do you think? Um, I you know I I put an offer out for him. But I don't know if, because uh, I'm, I feel bad for Kirby Yates, and he's a free agent too. Yeah, because I, I would want to get Kirby Yates as a, you know, try and get him back. I think, um, you know, it, I guess it all kind of depends on what his health is like. Do we give him like a two-year deal similar to Garrett Richards? You know, the first year is like, okay, whatever. But the second year, that's what we're, you know, um, paying for, that kind of thing. But he's a little bit older. Same with Rosenthal. You know, they're, I think they're what, in their 30s or at least 30. Um, because I, I'd like, uh, I mean. I would resign some... Rosenthal. I would want no part of Kirby Hates. That's okay. terrible to say, but it's a business, right? Know. Yeah. Yeah, trying no, to win. I mean, it's not. It's not a charity right now. So now I, I would want to resign Rosenthal for our ninth inning guy, and then you know, Pomerantz and and and, and Rosenthal to end the game, and then figure it out from there. Yeah, I mean, we we have uh, um, sure Pagan's uh, back next year. Yeah, Pagan, he's signed. Um, I think Pierce Jar- Johnson also. Yeah, um, you know. Uh, is uh, Stram? Yeah, yeah, Matt Stram. When he's healthy, he's he's fine too. Yeah, um, you know we still have Austin Adams too, and then you know we have uh, Villa, we also have, the, we have Taylor Williams and down below too, and yeah, we've got we've got options. We definitely have options in the bullpen. And Castillo, if he mm-hmm. you know power you know power throwing lefty. Um, so it's, it'll be a competition, but yeah, we do need to kind of anoint that closer. And if we can keep Rosenthal, yes. Um, but you know, I I think we have, we have options too, to figure out, um, who could uh, be our next closer. I mean, if Pomerantz closed, I wouldn't feel uncomfortable. No, I I guess the, the, the concern for him is like, you know, how many games can he pitch in a row if he can handle that sort of, if his arm can respond to, um, you know, maybe three three games in a row, who knows. But, you know, we, we'll see. I, I just like that we have options. We have, like, crazy number of options to throw in there. Um, I mean, how... How... Um, how Tingler handled the bullpen this year, I think, was okay. You know, he had his good moments and he had his questionable moments. And I think it's just over time he'll 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 dial it in to what his strategy is. Um, See, I think he's like Dave Roberts, where it's all a formula. There's no yeah. thinking involved. This is what you type into the computer. This is what the computer tells you to do, and you do it. 
Yeah, you know. Uh, that's what Dave Roberts does. That's why he makes all these crazy pitching changes all the time. That's it's true. And that's why they have zero World Series. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and Boach has three. <laughs> but that's but that's that's modern baseball though, you know. Yeah. Um I, I would like to see a little more gut calls. You know, I think that's uh, the other part part of it. But you know, I and I I think he's still learning in terms of um managing the bullpen side of it. That would be my take. I mean, he's got Rosen. Um, yeah, he's got uh, uh, Rothschild there to help. And, you know, he's got a lot of uh, um, knowledge coming down. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see. But, yeah, the bullpen. And then uh, left field, uh, we have Fam back. You know, hopefully he's healthy, you know, 100%. We've got to figure out what to do with Proflar. Um, it would be nice to keep him. But again, we have we have depth. I think he's earned. I think he's earned money. Profar's yeah. earned money. You know, he's earned it. I, I hope he I, again. I hope we retain him. That would be great. Um, but you know, I, I think that next year, right? Probably Austin Nola. You know, Hosmer, Cronenworth, Tatis, Machado, um, Grisham, and it depends on if we move uh will myers um and we have fam those guys are those guys are kind of locked in for next year to get traded um and uh you know i think onya if we if we decide to or if there's a dh next year onya can you know i again i see him as a the dominican thai france <laughs> So, um, so yeah, I, I think uh, we have uh, uh, we're we're definitely in a better place than we were the last you know, three, four, eight years, fourteen years. So, a question for you: Are we real, or are we real in a sixty-game season? I think we're real. I think we're very real. Um. Tatis is going to be 22 next year. I don't think in a 162 game season this year, we we would have made the playoffs. Um, our pitching, our starting pitching, wouldn't have made it. It would. Uh, see, I, I think it could have been different. Uh, I don't know if we would make all those trades in uh, in hundred. Um, in a 162 game season, because Paddock was not good enough. Mm-hmm. The fifth starter, whoever that was, was not Garrett. good enough. Yeah, yeah he wasn't good enough. Because um, it's Lament, Paddock, Davies, Richards, and it was Lucchese to start the season. Yeah. See, we I don't think our starting rotation was as good enough to win next year yeah. in 162 games. So my priority in the off season is to improve the starting rotation uh-huh. by finding that number three guy. If that means trading Chris Paddock for Lance Lynn or something like that, you know, yeah. just making something up, you know, but, but something like that where, you know, we, we trade, 
you know, one of our two of our guys for one of those kind of guys. I, I think we have to just to, we need to hang with the Dodgers. How because we saw how good they were. They're they're really really good. They got lots of arms. They're, yeah. they're pitching. Their pitching's better than ours. Their hitting is pretty freaking timely. You know, you you wonder how they get all these blue pits, but they do it all the time. So there's there's skill there. Um, but uh, yeah, we have to to improve our pitching staff to to match up with the Dodgers. Yeah, and um, and Mookie Betts. So <laughs> yeah, no, but our starting rotation is just not good enough. And I don't think yeah. right now, even on paper for next year, if we go in with Lament in Clevenger and Davies and Paddock and who knows who else, I don't think that's good enough. I don't think Chris Paddock's good enough for our rotation anymore. He's yeah. he's next year's Joey LaCasey. <laughs> Prior year's, uh, um, gosh, who's the guy that we traded to Milwaukee? And that Eric Lauer. Oh, yeah, but you know he 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 was good enough for a certain point, but he's just not good enough to take us to the next level. Yeah, unless he changes, that's the that's the thing, or needs to add something to his um, his repertoire to to compete. You know, it's like you just can't throw that not very explosive ninety five mile per hour fastball anywhere because you know they're spitting on his on his changeup now. Um, so it's just like he needs to figure out uh, another way to, to pitch around these guys. I uh, wish, I wish we put him in the bullpen. And he could be our closer in 2022. That'd be an interesting experiment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'd rather go trade him and somebody else for a better starting pitcher. Yeah. I, again, I, I would love to have, uh, you know, another starting pitcher, someone that gives us gives us two hundred innings and um, you know keeps us in ball games for this offense. Uh, but as you were saying earlier, it's like, do we have the money to go after these guys? That's but, why I think we have, to, we have to do a trade. That's that's why I'm thinking trade versus spending on a free agent because I think the the Angels are going to spend money on like Trevor Bauer. Yeah, yeah, he. They're going to throw so much money at him, it's going to be embarrassing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, they're going to overpay for him. Yeah. And I think they're going to do it for Lance Lynn, too. So. They might do it for, like, Masira Tanaka, too, you know? So they could do it for all kinds of guys, you know, to, to rebuild their rotation. I, they have to. You, you just don't let don't Mike... Think, I don't think Lance Lynn's a free agent, is he? Uh, I don't know. Because, I, I, I mean... Is he... Well, because... For them to put him on the market, um, I figured it would portend that he was, or that would infer that he was uh, tradable. I think um, he's. I, was, I think he signed uh, next year. Okay, so it's controllable for like an additional year. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. He, uh, unless the Rangers decide to keep him, you know, who, who knows? They. Starting pitcher just doesn't uh, grow on trees, except the Padres tree. Hopefully, in the next, <laughs> except the Dodgers. <laughs> Gosh, <laughs> so, they have so gonna... many pitchers, man. Yeah, no, yeah, it was uh, it was tough, uh, but the game too super exciting. We, you know, tried to keep pace. Um, oh, and I think uh, as I texted you, and I just want to 
make sure that everyone knows is that if Terry Shumpert says you should draft his nephew or anyone related to him, you draft him. (laughs) So for those who don't know, Mookie Betts was his nephew (laughs) and told Padre staff, (laughs) you need to draft this kid. Could be our second baseman right now. Oh, Oh, geez. (laughs) So questions for you, Joe. Will, Will Will Myers be with this team next year? No. I don't think so. I think the Red Sox will make a play for him. Uh, the Apparently the Red Sox have been enamored with him for quite some time. And, you know, now the the price has gone up. I don't know what we would get for him, though. That's the thing. Chris Sale. Um, I'm kidding. How far along is he on his recovery? <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of a third starter. <laughs> I mean not bad <laughs> yeah see i'm looking at the uh the free agent pitchers this off season look at the names that jump out at me they're all like in their 30s too like trevor bauer 30 um gosman's 30 bauer's gonna look for like a four probably like a five year is it is burrows is it his guy um <laughs> scott burrows uh, his agent i don't know i don't know Gonna be but like Jay Happ is 38, you know, Rich Hill's 41, Kluber's 35. You know, <laughs> yeah, there's uh, Jake Odorizzi, James Paxton. James Paxton is uh, intriguing. I, I like him, yeah. Lefty Jose Andrew. Quintana, um, Marcus Stroman, Tanaka. Oh, Stroman, oh, yeah, I think, uh. We we had eyes on him, um, Breyer. Chris Archer, $11 million club option. So, But yeah, no, I, I think we're more likely to go, I think, take the trade route versus the, the free agent route. Um, okay. So. I, I would be happy. You know, I would be more than happy if we picked up, you know, a reliable starter, gives us innings, and um, just kind of makes, kind of creates a bridge to our, our younger guys, it'll be nice to. Um, I, I think the exposure this year is going to be great for the development uh, for next year. You know, I think it's. Uh, um, I, I'm pretty sure we're going to see a completely motivated Ryan Weathers uh, <laughs> next year, and you know, see how he turns out. I'm and I'm sure Mackenzie Gore is going to be. Um, I mean, of all the guys that you figured from. I think didn't we both say he was going to win the rookie of the year? Yeah. Or something? <laughs> um, then, uh, um, but you know, you, all the guys that are rattled off on the top thirty who were who made the team this year and contributed, and he wasn't one of them. You know, that's got to that's got to be a little motivation for him too. So, um, but yeah, I, I just I, I I think the pain is wore off for me in the it didn't take as long as it used to because I, you know, I just felt like, you know, same boat as you. This is this was the Dodgers series to lose and they were the favorites. And, you know, we were going to have to do some. Yeah, we would have to play perfect to, to keep up with them. Um, but in the end, it was it was exciting. It was fun, you know, doing these podcasts with you. 
um, I think added another layer of just appreciation um, for these guys. And, mm. uh, you know, I think especially, you know, since we had to do the podcast, we had to actually focus in <laughs> on the game. And we haven't done that in a while. You know, mm-hmm. I, I feel like, you know, earlier on in our 20s and stuff when we were doing fantasy baseball, I think we were kind of locked in, um, you know, with all the numbers and and the depths of we knew every name virtually in, in the American League, not not the National League so much, but the American Dude, League. I knew I knew everybody. Yeah, and I knew everybody's we, batting stance. I can tell who they're yeah. batting, <laughs> and I can yeah. call them out. Yes, <laughs> without even knowing, I could you know who it was. I could see and it wasn't even in high def; it was standard definition, and I could tell who it was. Um. Even and, like just like random backup, you know, Craig Graybeck and all these like weird like guys, you know, like I could call their batting. Oh, uh, Graybeck, here we go. Here's this. Here's I his batting stance. Don't forget to tag him on this uh, podcast. <laughs> 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 just uh, you just got to mention. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I, I think, you know, this is the, the right time for us to kind of get back into it. And with the new Saber metrics, all the numbers that we're seeing now that we didn't have before it does add another layer of evaluation and a way to see, you know, spin rate, um, you know, how, how important that is now. I think it's just, um, I think it just adds another level of appreciation for the game that we love. Um, and it's been a while since, uh, we kind of dove into it like that. So I, um, it's just the right time. I guess, and that's something we needed, you know. Especially everything else that's going on, we really needed this. Yeah. Well, I did for sure. No, me too. Me too. I needed something to keep my sanity. All right, Joe. Before we wrap up the season here, give me one hot take for the off season for the Padres. Hot take. Hot take. Um, I'll give you mine while you're thinking of yours. Okay. We sign JT Realmuto. Wow. <laughs> That's my hot take. That's your hot take. Okay. That's huge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, my mine was just going to be like Fernando Tatis, you know, seven years, 200 million. <laughs> so, <laughs> that was going to be it for me. <laughs> but I think I like yours better. <laughs> Wouldn't that be something? Holy smokes. Yeah, I think we trade Will Myers. I think we trade... Um, I wouldn't be surprised if we trade Austin Nola. <laughs> and to make the room for the money for Romuto. Yeah. Wow. And maybe that we go be... get... Maybe we get Lance Lynn for those guys or something, you know? It's definitely... Uh... Uh, a step up from Hedges and Mejia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, it'll be interesting to see what happens to Mejia, uh, for sure. I mean, you know, does... Uh, He's no longer a prospect. Yeah. He, what, what do you do with the guy? He has no value. Uh, he's a switch hitter, and he can throw really hard. Maybe he should consider pitching. Go the Javi Javi Guerra route. <laughs> yeah, he's he has no value. He's a throw in now. Um Yeah, that's too bad. Uh, uh but yeah, I yeah, I would go. I, that's my hot take. So your hot take is 
Tat- we we actually signed Tatis to a, an extension. Yeah, I'm saying seven seven years, two hundred million. How many more years is is Manny here? Um, that was one, two, eight. Eight more years. So I wonder if we sign him for eight years. All right. So if we said because seven years gets um, Tatis to twenty eight, so he could still. Um, you know, Make a giant, get a billion dollar contract, basically, like literally, um, like a billion dollar. By that time, it could be a billion dollars. It's you know, that's kind of. Uh, I'm looking at the, you know, the Mike Trout model that they signed him to that, and then they'll renegotiate as the contract gets closer. Maybe, you know, two years out, then maybe they'll renegotiate and get him like a ten year, one billion dollar contract. At that point, (laughs) um, which is just insane. But, you know, it's it's just it's it's crazy to hear, you know, Ryan Weathers, you know, young guy coming in, never played above low A. He's 20 years old and he's pitching clutch. And then, oh, by the way, Tatis is 21. (laughs) (laughs) And he's already considered, you know, the, the face of baseball. So. Yeah, <laughs> that's this is, these are going to be our golden years. For, Think there's any chance we trade Hosmer this offseason? If we can, we should. If we can't, then not going to happen. Too expensive, you know. That was a pretty rich deal for him that he got. Um, he uh, he flubbed a few, and he needs to make sure that he. I did notice that the glove that he used when. Uh, earlier in the season, in which Manny or uh, Tatis threw through his glove, uh, <laughs> looks like he switched to a different glove that actually had smaller or no holes in the webbing. <laughs> so, <laughs> just like, yeah, that's uh, a good play. But I, I don't know who would get him. You know, who who would uh, which team would want him? The Angels. I mean, they have Walsh there. <laughs> We're just going to dump it all on the Angels. There you go. You need him, too. <laughs> so, I think they have to worry about Upton. <laughs> I think they have one, one more year of, uh, of uh, what's his face? <laughs> the, the Hall of Famer. <laughs> Pool holes. Pool holes. Yeah. yeah. That's uh, that's crazy. So, yep. Uh, but I think we're stuck with them. Yeah, it'll be kind of hard to move. Will Myers at least is still in his twenties. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, Joe. Uh, I'm going to say that uh, this has been a complete pleasure for me to do this with you, my best friend. Um, oh. We talked about doing uh, podcasts a while back about other things, but I'm glad we waited and did this. It uh, was a special season with my very special friend, and uh, we'll always have this. You know, no matter what, this uh, will live in the uh, the air forever. You know, it's 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 here forever for you and I. And when one of us dies, we can play some of this stuff on uh, at our funerals. Yeah, I think so. I there's a few podcasts I'd probably replay. At either one of our, 
Let's hope not, it's not until the the Padres win a World Series, but you know we were hoping for this year. Twenty twenty's been such an S show. You know we we didn't we weren't sure we we're gonna make it past twenty twenty. So who knows? I mean, so are are we uh, committing to next year? Maybe not a daily type of podcast. Maybe but... maybe every series. We at the end of every series, we we wrap up a series and preview the next series. Yeah, I think this would be. I think we should be at least up for consideration for renewal. Yes, I, I agree. We shouldn't get canceled like Glow. Oh, man. Yeah, that was disappointing. Um, There's yeah. a hashtag, hashtag save Glow out there right now. So they're trying right. to, to have a movie made at least to, to close out their story. Yeah, that, that should, that should, it'll come along with the, Maybe, the community movie too. What was it? Yahoo <laughs> TV? Maybe Yahoo. Was that who did community? Yahoo. Yeah, they they save community for season six. And then but, they went out of business, so I don't think Yahoo TV will be saving Glow. Un- unless unless Yahoo Japan picks it up, I recall, you know, Yahoo still has a presence in Japan as well as Tower uh, <laughs> Records, and uh, those are starting to go away in Japan too. Though there's only like, I think two left in in Japan. Oh, that's that's too bad. Um, I think you have to go back and kickstart it again, <laughs> along with the Joshi pod. So <laughs> I got to plug the Joshi pod here. Yes, There's the Joshi pod. Always the Joshi pod. A few more shows remaining. Yes. Um, an epic uh, show with a, with a lens onto Japanese women's wrestling. <laughs> so. Hey, I, I checked out some of your supporters. That's amazing. Simply oh, amazing. They're hardcore. I got some very hardcore supporters who are begging me not to to quit. Some wrestlers are asking me not to quit too. Okay, you know, something to consider. You got a talent for it. Yeah. So, and yeah, you know, it was it's been a great pleasure that uh, we were doing this and um, you know, I think I, I really needed it and you know, as my best friend, um, you know, he came through for me to keep this going because yeah, it's staying indoors and <laughs> with all this i think uh we really needed some padre love and uh you brought that you, you were able to like bring it to us bring it to us me um and you know just made the day better except when we lost really crappy in that five game losing streak I think we were both <laughs> but otherwise there were more wins than losses so it's a net positive yeah it's always a net positive when i spend time with you joe so on that note, guys, we will talk to you next season. I'm committing right now, Joe. Are you committing? I'm committing. I'm committed. All right. Thanks. We're going to do every series. We're going to do a podcast, and we'll do a preview as well. If something crazy happens in the offseason, maybe we'll do a uh, special bonus episodes. If we make any big trades or signings like that, maybe Joe and I will jump on and and uh, share our opinions. So don't uh, don't unsubscribe. Stay subscribed to the, uh, the Deep Friars, and uh, we'll talk to you guys next season, or we'll talk to you guys in the offseason. Go Padres. Let's keep the faith.